listeners. I've got someone very special sitting next to me. Well, sitting in front of me on Zoom. It's Woody Cook. Hi, Woody Cook. Hi, guys. How are we doing? It's great to be back. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to get, we're together because this is a very special bonus university special of Homo Sapiens sponsored by John Lewis and Partners and Intel because basically, putting it simply, John Lewis and Partners is the one-stop shop for university essentials and Mm -hmm. market-leading tech. Right, Woody? Yep, 100%, mate. And they make the best Christmas adverts. Uh, Very true. Tech like Intel Evo laptops that are engineered and verified to give you the best overall laptop experience for guaranteed reliable performance, providing zero compromise on multitasking or speed, a nine-hour battery life, Woody, a picture-perfect high-quality 4K streaming, Woody, for that all-important post-lecture downtime. That's my favourite time. Well, I I sense (laughs) that about you, actually. And you went to university relatively recently, whereas I went in um, the the mid-1930s. I went to Bournemouth. What was it like before Um, the war? (laughs) It was was just fields. It was just fields. And we learned things like I studied film and TV. I actually got turned down for my course. They told me they didn't want me to go, so I emailed them. There was email, Woody, you'll be pleased to know, and said, can I please have a second chance? It was a good time. Whether you're a student heading off to university this this September or the parent of someone fleeing the nest, just know that John Lewis and Partners, alongside Intel, have got you covered, Woody. How does that They've got you? your back. Last time we spoke, you, came, you were coming to me from your bed. Do you remember that? I still am. Ain't nothing changed. <laughs> Are you in the same bed? No, it's a different bed, a uh, different house. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, pod- podcasting in bed is, is the way forward, you know? So, Woody, I'm, I'm actually supposed to know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask you anyway. You've left uni or you're still at uni? I'm not at uni anymore, but I had the most incredible time. It brought me to Bristol. It's brought me to my friends. Uh, I just, you know, and it's like, it's, it's, it's a great starting point to the next chapter in your life because like yeah. most people growing up in the hometown, they don't leave the hometown and uni is that, <clears throat> it's that fantastic experience to find a new place. And I've made, yeah, memories that uh, I'll keep with for life. And I think that's what that's we're so going nice. to chat about today. Well, it's so lovely because I think I think it's really interesting because as an LGBTQ plus person as well, going to uni can be a little bit like, because you're not sure if you're going to be accepted or sometimes maybe you'll find more acceptance than you had at home. But you came from Brighton, an amazing place for the arts, for queerness, for, and you got two super cool, super duper cool parents. So like, I imagine... What were you feeling in your first moments before heading to Bristol? So I was very excited. Um, I, I uh, One of my tips for anyone, whether you believe in manifestation or not, manifest that you're going to meet the right people. Because so many people are, oh, I don't know if I'll make friends there. And they struggled. Whereas people who went in with this, like, I'm going to meet the right people. And so what I was doing is I was, fingers crossed, I was like, the people I'm going to live with are going to be the coolest cats. And they were. For me, I was going for the, the experience of the people. And, you, you know, and so uh, I, I prayed, I manifested, and I ended up with great people. I think I was also anxious as well because, well, no, I always feel anxious a little bit because, well, because my parents, I'm like, are people going to are people gonna know? Are people going to judge me for that? Yeah. Are they gonna, can I just be me? And also because my parents were dropping off my boxes. They, and they were like saying hi to everyone. I was like, you can go now. I, I love Aww. you all. Um, it's awkward having your parents anywhere. It doesn't matter who your parents yes. are. But it's also, yeah, it's also like, I was like, I love you guys, but you, you can't go now. And they're like, are you sure you don't want us to help you unpack? I'm like, no, no, I love you. I love you all. But like, please. But so did you move into a house? Not no, halls. I moved into halls. Um, okay, so, so it was halls. 
I was on floor three. There were, I mean, there was floor zero as well. So it was basically four stories up. Uh, there were six of us. There were eight in the floor below, eight before below that. And uh, it was also all COVID time. So, uh, oh my God, you were that generation. Yeah, uh, I was. I was trapped inside, and for many people, it felt like being trapped. But for me, four hundred and fifty kids in one big complex, and yes. no one can go clubbing. And I had a a pair of DJ decks, B a pair of speakers, C a lot of alcohol. I was like a Venus flytrap, and I ended up meeting all these people I would have never met. And uh, yeah, and I just. You know, Winston Churchill says, never waste a good crisis. So I learned to DJ uh, with a captive audience. But so, but in all seriousness, did you think about, because you, your mum and dad are lovely and they want to drop you off, but you were, were you like, this isn't going to be a great kickoff because I want to just assimilate because both your parents are massively famous? Yeah, I mean, I like me being me. But at the same time, I also, it's an experience I wanted to have with my parents. They're dropping me off, you know, they, they cook me up in the oven. They look me off, look after me for, they still look after me. You know what I mean? And, that's, and they will for the rest of my life. But it was a big moment and I wasn't not going to have that. Plus that's also, lovely. like, I couldn't drive all the boxes up myself. <laughs> no, no, I, I, no. Well, it's, I it's free labor. Those two together <laughs> is like, you know, it's quite recognizable. Just one of them could be an old man, could be a mum. But the two of them together is quite like a... You know, and so that I blew any sort of semblance I had of potential cover. And what was your approach then? Were you the leave the door open, leave my, you know, your yep. hall's bedroom door open, welcome people in? You were. Everyone. My room became a communal lounge. We didn't have a main room. We had a kitchen and it wasn't like, you know, it's just a round table and some stuff. And then we had our individual rooms. So I maximized, I wrote a really small room, just a little square, but I maximized the most seating space possible. Like bed along one wall. I made a sofa along another wall. I had the desk in the corridor with the decks and then I had more seating area. And so I'd be cramming like 15 people into a room that really, it, you know, it's a tiny single bed. It's, it's not designed for that many people, but I managed to make it work. And so, yeah, it was sort of like the lounge. And I remember the entire time I was there, there was only once when someone came into my room and I wasn't like, I was just in bed. And he went, oh, nothing on tonight. I went, no, I was reading <laughs> a book on pants. And that like was it. You're I, was a like, venue. I think the real secret to it was the yes. fact that I would make people cocktails. Whether I was DJing or not, we'd just make anyone who came in, it was Mikasa Sukasa. We managed to, for three months straight, maintain a bar because occasionally if someone bought a bottle and we would all crowdfund it, crowd pool it, and then one Halloween party, all gone. And, and, uh, they, it's yeah, like they... you could either go to Burning Man or just go to Woody's Halls of Residence. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Burning similar... Man's a lot more lavish. Someone said my room. I had all these posters like... up. Someone said yeah. it looked like a psychedelic prison because I had because it had all the like painted white brick walls. But then I had like a Hunter S. Thompson poster. I had like a train spotting Clockwork Orange, all the classic uni posters you see yes. everywhere. But together with it's a Glastonbury poster and some like I had the LEDs changing color and stuff. Someone went, your room looks like a psychedelic prison ward. And I was like, oh, well, thanks for that, mate. And then from then on, everyone was like, oh, you're going to the psychedelic prison. And I'm like, oh, that's it. That's first year. First year, you get thrown in. It's not the best place in the world. But that's the, the charm of it. It doesn't have to be perfect. By the way, I kept my door firmly shut. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to talk. What <laughs> even to me? Talk. What if I came over? If you know, you'd come around with a tray of cookies. Exactly. With a tray of cocktails, I'd be like, in you come, bring your train spotting poster in, let's do it. <laughs> I lived on the seventh floor of a multi-story car park. Wow. That was my halls of residence at Bournemouth. And we were there was one, I was in one called Glenfern, and then there was another one called something else. This is at Bournemouth. And uh, one had been built 
within the last two years and everybody really wanted to be in there and then there was Glenfer mm. and the multi-story car park where I was where it was like you basically get Legionnaire's disease maybe I'm not allowed to say that <laughs> and um and it was horrendous and I was really shy but mm -hmm. I also hadn't come out and I was like right I'm going to come out on the first day of uni and then I got there and I was like maybe tomorrow <laughs> day two I was like maybe the next day tomorrow tomorrow yeah. I love you tomorrow where were you at on your uh journey of self-discovery were you out or what I can't remember um so I, I was I was out I the main reason I ended up coming out was because I was encouraged to by someone who's in the scene and I was like Look, I don't I, I've come out to my mates I don't want to like I don't, I don't want to put it on my Instagram or whatever because I just don't want the attention I don't want like mm. to be yelling about it and then they were like, look, if you come out and it makes one person feel better about themselves, then what you, you've helped someone else out. And I went, yeah, you know what, you're right. So I ended up coming out like publicly. And I, I mean, I've never really hidden it. And I think for me, it was it's also easier. I would say people who are bi kind of have an unfair advantage because I feel like there's a lot of the time there's less prejudice. There's the old, old pick a lane kind of thing. But there's a lot of the time it's, I don't know. I, I would know people who knew I was bisexual who were homophobic, who didn't, who kind of let me off, I guess. It's like, oh, he kind of yeah. likes girls. And so it's like, I, I guess I got a pass. Uh, but I think coming to Bristol, I wasn't worried at all. Bristol and Brighton, uh, it, you know, I, I feel okay to be myself. They're very open liberal cities. And it's like, I could count the amount of sort of homophobia I'd seen on one hand, probably between the two of them. Whereas other places, like, like I once went out, on a date with my mate uh, for Valentine's Day, and we were both recently dumped by our girlfriends. So I said to him, "I'll be your girlfriend, you be my girlfriend," and we went out in dresses in in right. central London. And I was worried then. Then I was really worried because I'm like, I'm I'm cross dressing in central London. Am I going to get beaten up? And we ended up leaving this club, and there was these like really like oh you know proper lads lads. And I'm like, oh god, oh god, here we go. And um, they look at us really confused and puzzled, the slight tension. And my mate lifts up his skirt and goes, the surgery went wrong, boys. And like they just crack up. Oh, and at that moment, they were either going to beat the crap out of us or they were going to crack up. And that was it. And so I think it, it really depends where you're going, how, how open you can feel and, and, and judging it, you know, and yes. you, can, you can lay the foundations and everywhere you go, there's going to be some sort of revenge or some sort of place to meet people and feel okay with it. And don't, 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 don't rush it. Also, you don't want a first day, just be like, I'm out. And then mm -hmm. it almost define you because it's, it's just one aspect of the personality, you know, like from sexuality to nationality, these are all just like parts of a bigger whole. You don't want to just be like, oh, I'm, I'm the, the, this one, you know, let your personality speak for yourself and then let it naturally occur in conversation. Almost like the circle where Professor Tim, I was in the show for him two weeks before he mentioned his husband was a he. And that's all he said. And that was it, the tiniest little detail. Oh, and that was it. And I loved it. It was the subtlety. It's like, there's a beauty and elegance. And uh, I think... You know, I'm all for being loud and proud, but there's also there's there's every approach. It's when it feels right. And I think yes. like I think you probably found that. You're like first day and then you're like actually when it feels right. Oh, I was the opposite to you though, Woody. I was just shit scared. Um <laughs> You're much more holistic and centered than I was when I was my first day of university, but that's what I love about you. So Woody's top tip is take your time. Bristol, yeah. I just want you to tell me a little bit about university the lgbt scene in bristol any good nights did you find your gang 
I, I always find my gang and I end up, uh, in fact, quite a lot of the gang I found are sort of part of the scene. I'm I met at Boomtown because any event where you've got sort of like live actors, so you can get it at club nights, you get it at sort of kind of burlesque things and you end up finding this a really creative group and all the people who do the, the acting or drag and stuff there is a huge scene for that and they all seem to live in brighton or bristol like every time i go oh you're amazing can i get your card because i want to do events where we get live actors and stuff they've all been from brighton or bristol and i think that's that's the kind of scene i found you know you're using your expression as as a tool i've got a friend who's a drag king and she's brilliant. And yeah, I'd never heard that expression, a drag king. And mm. it, it, it's just as powerful. And I, I don't know. I just, I think for that's what I found personally as the scene that I sort of snuck into, entered into. As we know, today's episode is sponsored by John Lewis and Partners and Intel Evo. When I went to um, University Woody, which was a little while ago now, we didn't even have laptops. We had an <gasps> IT room where we went. Oh my goodness. On. That's where you wrote your essays but we're going to do a little quiz sweet and about the intel evo laptop features mm -hmm. because if you're asking me you need a good laptop if you're going to head to uni because you need, to, you need to be prepped right well i kind of live off my laptop and that's the thing is it's one of those things where you know nowadays you've got everything from your lessons to your zooms to whatever especially during covid everything was online and so uh, it, it really moved the culture. And yeah, so you need a good laptop, especially, all right, you know what? We'll leave it to questions. We'll leave it to questions. Yeah. Start saying okay. why you need a laptop. But let's find out. I'm going to give you a feature and you have to tell me what you think it would be perfect for. So, okay, sweet. The Intel Evo laptop can handle basically an infinite number of tabs. Now, keep it clean, Woody. What could you do uh, with that? Um, well, there's lots of reasons you'd shut tabs when your mum walks in. No, um, no so basically, <laughs> I, I, I myself have about 32 tabs. As a DJ, there's different songs. And I'm like, do I want to get it? And I leave it there for later. But then when mm. you've got different work, everything like that, tabbing in and out of it all. And I think eventually you've got to shut some of those. And people come over and go, how... You, how do you live like this? Like, you know, yes. going into a messy room. But yeah, yeah, yes. no, the more tabs, the merrier. And that's it. And if you can handle all of them at the same time without lagging your computer, perfect. Because you've got different tabs there. You've got your things you want to do in your spare time. And you want to tab out while the lecturer is talking to watch YouTube videos. So you need as many tabs as possible. <laughs> or at least I did. I'm not suggesting anyone. Well, it's because well, your laptop is your <laughs> the hub of everything in your life, right? Because... 100%. You've got all your work stuff going on on there, but you've also got all your social stuff. And then for you, throwing parties every night, you've got to <laughs> well, have all the music on there. Well, yeah, but it depends. Whatever subject you're doing for, for, for you nowadays, it's like film, film editing. It's like that's all on your yeah. laptop. And yeah. The Intel Evo laptop has also got all sorts of tools for video calls, such as noise suppression, background blur and face framing. Woody, what do you think some of those things could be good for? Um, well... Firstly, my OnlyFans. No, sorry. No, moving on. Uh, Zoom and every, looking official on a Zoom. Do you want to look like a professional businessman? You need that blur in the background. The noise. We reduction. need to blur out the bed that you're taking all your Zooms oh, from. Well, no one knows because this is audio <laughs> and you've just revealed. No, I already said it. I'm still in bed. Yeah, I admit it. No, yeah. Like blur makes you look all cinematic. The noise reduction means that you don't sound like a microwave. Everyone has had that one person on the call where you could hear, like, are they in a cafe? Is that a barking dog? Is that a vacuum cleaner? Uh, like we always used back in the day be like turn off your microwave and it would be like one person's sort of like microphone yes. picking up every subtle movement and every far away airplane and yeah so the noise suppression just just sounds even better 
Well, also, it sounds like you had an enormous sound system in your room, so that would be good if you could cancel that out while you're doing a Zoom about your next big film project. It would be quite funny project. if I were listening to really loud music while I was on Zoom. It also has nine hours of battery life. I think that'd be quite suited to your lifestyle, no? Mm. I remember back in the day, I used to have a laptop and it only lasts like three hours off charge. But what's the point? My might yes. as well get a desktop then. Because nine hours, that's, you're, like, there's, you're not really taking many flights that would be longer than that, you know? And that's it. That's, that's one of the things I judge it by. How long can I watch movies on an airplane? How long could I edit outside? You know, how long yeah. could I write essays? When it was summer, we used to go and do our work in the gardens. You'd lie down uh, uh, in the garden outside, play some nice music, you know, maybe even drink a beer, not suggesting you have to. There's lemonade that's available. But in the sun and uh, type type up your essay. And it was nice. It was lovely. And I think that's 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 the pro of having that extra battery life. You do You do need good battery life because there is nothing more boring especially at uni because everybody's trying to plug into the three sockets in that cafe oh yeah 100%. you need good battery life because also then as you know the the laptop becomes the spotify playlist at night and oh, everyone's yeah. changing the song every 30 seconds and no one cares about whether it's charged or not and then if it runs out the music stops and that's the worst. and the vibes die and everyone the looks at you really die. awkwardly like like you've Would you, in the pool. What's your what's your what's your song? This is off topic. What's your song that always gets everyone on the dance floor? Oh, there's a few. It really depends what dance floor. Uh, Jolene, uh, uh, if it's like uh, if it's Great. a certain sort of group of people or age demographic. But then on our other sides, I mean, I've got uh, get your freak on, yeah, get your freak yeah. on. Uh, but that's like a drum and bass edit version, and I play it at the end, even if it's not a drum and bass crowd, because the Great. energy is incredible but i mean there's there's just there's just so many i mean the other day I, I started djing with a guy who plays 140 old school 70s disco and i was like what what's this gonna be like and then bang everything he kept playing like ain't no man high enough all these things and these old school edits and they were just people were running flocking on mass to hear it so i need to get some of his tunes that's amazing it's it's always the oldies isn't it it's always yeah. the oldies and the goldie goldies do do you like to watch a movie are you a movie kind of boy? I well, I studied film and theatre, and I used to have all these film posters everywhere. No, I love I love movies. Well, because this the Intel Evo laptop has got high quality four K streaming. So, what could that be good for? Um, Netflix, obviously. You know, you can watch Planet Earth on like iPlayer and see all the animals and stuff in that beautiful resolution. It's like having yeah. IMAX in your bed. Yes. Well, you know, there's something in there for everyone, basically, yeah. right? Good quality Every stream, avenue. high quality. We both are filmmakers. It's got to be good exactly. quality. As Jennifer Aniston would say, here comes the science part. You can also spread the cost because going to university is not a cheap thing, is it? Some, you know... The, the, Woody is now drinking from the biggest bottle of water I've ever seen in my life. Man, I just got back from Lidl. I know exactly what you mean. I went to the Greggs in Primark and then I went to the Lidl and I I got my card denied for four cans of beans that were 36p each because I, I only had a pound. <laughs> so, yeah, I know what you mean. And that's and that's that's part of the student life. It's, you know, like learning where to go, where to think. So tell me more about how I can save money on a laptop. You've got to spread the cost. You can spread the cost if you want because it's got interest-free credit on selected lines when you purchase this laptop, the Intel Evo laptop from John Lewis. Terms and conditions do apply, Woody, but you like those, don't you? It's if So that does that... <laughs> Basically, are you saying I can I can slowly pay over twelve months? 
My mate did that on some speakers. He's got some hon- like giant honkers. He does. He's got a great <laughs> pair. He's got a great set uh, in the living room now. And uh, yeah, and basically they're, they're these eight, like expensive speakers, just like the proper like all the DJ people go. Oh, is that the something something something? I don't even know what they're called. They're big and yellow. And mm. he yeah he he was paying like fifty pounds a month for sixteen months, but they're for you know they're for life and like things like speakers laptops you know they make the difference and if you can't splash it out all in one go well spread the costs well if you spread it you can get something better and all i'm going to say here listeners is don't forget intel evo laptops are designed engineered and verified to give you the best overall laptop experience There are people yes. who are bracing themselves for mm-hmm. their first freshers year of university. Mm-hmm. What is your advice for freshers who are going to be arriving at their halls this coming autumn? Your top three Woody tips. The first tip is um, basically going to uni. It's like it's a new experience. There's loads of, you know, there's lots of potential experiences to have. And I think just just get stuck in. I think go in with a positive mindset because a lot of people, when you go in with that sort of negative mindset you're going to find that i remember what when i was young i was like 16 i I was going to a part uh 15 i was going to a party in the park and i figured all the people here think i'm nerdy and weird right how do i change that so i went what is the best parts of me i was like oh when when i'm nice when i'm friendly you know friendly to the end like doesn't matter how mean people are um uh and helpful and i was like if i exemplify those points and i also brought some booze (laughs) but then suddenly overnight it went from oh he's weird he's nerdy why is he turning up to oh he's actually really lovely and so it was the sort of thing of like working out you know what the best parts of you to show and whether you could just you know even if it's making pasta for someone who's like doesn't have any food anything those little things add up so that's tip one is just just be the best version of you and see if you can provide something for other people step two is don't be afraid if you're not going on well and it's not going too well, just call up your friends, call up your family. I had a mate who came up for three days oh, and we right. hung out. And I think for the first couple of days or even in the first two weeks, it's lovely if you have a friend, a family member, someone to come up and visit and hang out for a bit and they can help mm. you settle in. And they've, they've got to bring a gift, some sort of thing, just even if it's so stupid. And that's, that's the housewarming gift. And I think exactly. that can help with the transition. Yes. And then tip three, I think make your room, your home, because they, we all have our creature comforts and they help us to feel at home wherever we are. You know, for, it could be anything from a blanket, an old toy, a, a, a diffuser, you know, uh, some posters. If your room doesn't look very nice, you can really easily change that by putting up, you put up a mirror, it changes the shape of the room. You put up a tapestry, it changes the shape of the room. Put something up on the ceiling, like if it's grotty or moldy, just cover those things up with stuff. Some nice lighting can change everything. And I don't mean just those LED strips that flash colours. Like if you've got like a warm orange light, your room goes from stagnant cube, which is what you often get when you get yeah. there. And it turns into this warm home, even stuff like rugs. And you can you can just, before you go, ask your parents, is there a lamp? Is there a rug? Is there something you can just bundle in? It may sound stupid, but once you put it in, you'll realize it could be plants, anything. But um, I mean, that's great. Uh, if I look around my room right now, I've got, got a big mirror up on a table that I crudely built out of wood. Um, and I've got like a tapestry that I hang over it. I built a desk 
It's basically music equipment and clothes. But first year, I turned this room into a new room by, yeah, by an LED light. Uh, I hung a netting from the ceiling and put fake leaves in it. And just it suddenly turned what was a really awful. My dad literally laughed. He went, <laughs> he's like, I've seen nicer prisons. And I was like, well, you know, it's it's my space. It's, you know, and, and I think that was it. And so I made you make a house a home. So however you're going to make a house a home, find out if not if you don't know look it up look up tips you know and there's loads of people i knew who looked up tips for going to university and if you're ever feeling you go, go look it up and yeah. it'll probably be more helpful than i am <laughs> you're being very helpful honestly i love a lamp i decorated my room and i think a beautiful bit of advice you just said there number two is that if it's not going well it's not gonna carry on like that forever you know like it can sure. you just you will have shit days yeah and, and they will pass I knew for a guy, he didn't enjoy the first two months and then he had the greatest 10 months. And it was because he didn't find his tribe, his people. And then he found the right tribe and they were just around the corner. He, he still remembers first year is like one of the best years of his life. And that is it. It's like Rome wasn't built in a day. If you don't immediately fit like a glove, there's more people in your accommodation and other accommodations, everything like that. And things can change. And I think also like you're not going to find your people immediately. LGBT community, look up what queer nights there are exactly get someone to go with you they don't have to be queer as well just say you're coming with me mm -hmm. and you'll find your people and it'll take time but it will be great mm. be the best years of your life well every, everyone needs that straight sidekick because also at queer nights you think oh is it all going to be queer people and it doesn't matter because there's you know it's, it's welcome for everyone that's what i also love about the lgbt community i've, I've always rant about bright and pride how much i love it and yeah. because it's everyone and that's the whole point about any minority group you don't exclude the people who aren't part of it it's about engaging in the fact that we're all one and that's what lgbt plus is about the plus is for everyone and it's like it's a place where everyone should feel safe and that's it brighton every single bar doesn't matter who runs it the whole city unites in mm. the celebration of a people who can now be themselves and that's what i love just about our community in general is that it's not excluding everyone is welcome and it's not like there's no geek there's not really gatekeeping it's not like oh how gay are you are you getting in this club no it's like let's have fun and uh and just have fun and be ourselves and i feel like i know a lot of straight people who go to these clubs and you know the first hour they're like what am i doing and then like three drinks in they're like then, you can then, dance you yeah. can dance then padam padam comes on and suddenly they're into it yeah exactly right? woody you have made me want to go back to university i fucking love your enthusiasm for life thank i you. love you that's all for today everybody thank you so much for listening Sweet. and remember John Lewis and Partners are the one-stop shop for uni essentials and market-leading tech. Tech like Intel Evo laptops. If you're interested in Intel Evo laptops, you can find out more at John Lewis Shops on the app or head online to johnlewis.com to find which laptop is right for you. Spread the cost with interest-free credit, as endorsed by Woody, on selected Intel Evo lines when you purchase from John Lewis. Terms and conditions apply. Interest-free credit available on selected Intel Evo laptops over £1,000. Credit is exclusively offered by Creation Consumer Finance Limited and John Lewis is the credit broker. Credit is subject to status and for over-18s only. Terms and conditions apply. Did you get all that, Woody? Terms and conditions apply. And yeah, and just before we go, before we go, anyone listening, you're never alone. And I, I wasn't the most confident or the most relaxed overnight. I read books about it. If you feel you're not the person you want to be, there are podcasts, there are books, there are things. Go online, 
people don't just become you know because oh you born like that no 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 i wasn't i i spent years i did i went to therapy i read books on self-help everything like that and i built the person i am today it sounds really you know no one wants to talk about it but that's it but it's so interesting you say that because i feel like you're so warm and natural and confident and were you not always like that then well i i was always warm um and loving but the confidence was came from me pushing myself every time every time i felt unconfident i forced myself to do it and i think so much of the person i became became from taking risks but then third thing i read a load of self-help books i look uh, i i got advice and everyone can teach you at least one piece of advice good or bad so if if you are listening to this and you don't feel confident you don't think oh i couldn't be him i couldn't be them oh, why am i not like this make yourself like that and it's it's through just loving yourself and uh, finding new ways. I, I literally used to look at videos called Charisma on Command because I was too nervous talking to people and they That's gave me it. tips and the tips were like really good. It's not fabricated, it's growing as a person. And it's yes. like, uh, so never be afraid to look around for, you know, tips to become more confident. And then you'll find your tribe at uni, you'll have the best time. Amen. Amen. Spirit Studios.